it's your boy David Lucas, man, and we live out here at South by Southwest. If, if Black Lives Matter really gave a damn about black lives, there should be uh, there should be backpack giveaways going back to school. There should there, there should be cookouts. You know what I'm saying? Like black people. If that's how I know black people not giving money. I heard you went to jail just so you could get Jesse Smollett's Subway sandwich from. <laughs>David Lucas took so long to get us set up here, but we're finally recording now. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm uh, I ain't, I ain't got no bottoms on. That's good. That's good. I'm glad, David Lucas. Uh, I I think I first discovered you from Kill Tony. How long have you been doing stand up exactly? Um, I I'm uh, I started when I was like 17, 18. Uh, so, I mean, like, I've been doing it, like, 13 years, but, um, like, for a living, and, like, seriously, like, the last six, seven years. Well, I think it's, it's one of my favorite podcasts. I don't know how they came up with it. I knew they started it in L.A., but, uh, I've noticed that you've been doing a lot more stuff on your YouTube channel lately. Uh, was that like a conscious decision? Did you just feel like starting to do that? Were you going to do a podcast and sort of turned into that? How did that start happening? So, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast as well, but, um, how I look at everything that a comedian does, I feel like, um, it's just a commercial you know what I'm saying? So, like, if I'm on Kill Tony, that's my commercial. Like, people get the opportunity to see me, and when they see my commercial, I feel like they need something else that's also me uh, that I'm doing that they can uh, consume. So that's why I'm, like, big on my YouTube now because, you know, eventually, like, I do want to, like, retire from Kill Tony so that I can become my own entity. For sure. What do you think is the most insane thing you've seen on that show? Because I was just watching, I think, uh, one that's filmed a couple weeks ago. There's a girl with an ankle monitor on there. Uh, you've got so many ridiculous things happening. What, what do you think is the craziest like person or thing you've seen on that show? Uh, honestly, I don't really watch the show. I'll be in the green room until it's my time. <laughs> um, but... When I first got on the show, uh, some crazy shit we saw, uh, there was this, uh, I think it's, I don't know how you politically say it, but a midget. Um, <laughs> and he said he had a long dick, and uh, Tony didn't believe him. And uh, he sent, like, Jeremiah to, like, the side of the stage to look at this midget's dick. And I was just like, these white boys are fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that passes. Um, with <laughs> with all the uh, the content you're doing now, like I noticed the the one video you had the uh, I think it was the streets miss Trump or the streets want Trump back or something like that, and that's yeah. that's over a hundred k already. Do you think that you're going to start to get censored soon? Because you do talk about uh, BLM, you talk about Trump. You obviously <laughs> your content is not uh, safe for work for the most part for a lot of the stuff, anyways. Um, and then politically, what YouTube does, people do you do you think you kind of have to prepare for that i mean it's already happening man uh i just made my patreon patreon.com slash david lucas um a lot of my videos have been uh demonetized mm. and now when i put videos up 
before they can earn any type of advertisements, they have to go through the screening process with YouTube. So sometimes it takes two days before they let me know my video is suitable for YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm in the same boat. It's uh, yeah. an automatic demonetization, basically. Yeah. And it's pretty terrible. Um, and you also talk a lot about the uh, the Spotify. I've seen some of your, your stand-up on that, talking about Rogan and the Spotify. Where do you think this goes? Like, do you think that we're just going to have to constantly jump ship to other platforms? Like, you've got all these alternatives to Twitter and everything. You've got different ones to YouTube. Do you think everybody's just going to have to constantly jump ship once some one platform gets too bad with that kind of stuff? Or do you think eventually something happens that puts an end and an end to all the censorship for for stuff like right. comedy or or uh, music or anything like that what i don't understand about twitter twitter especially bro you can go see a chick get fucked on twitter you can see a chick get fucked in the ass the mouth and her pussy but the moment i say something that's a problem i don't <laughs> it bothers me a lot that you can watch porn <clears throat> on Twitter, but my words <laughs> offend you to the point where you want to flag my account. Like, bro, I, I, that's why, you know, I got my Patreon going, bro, because, um, um, and I made everybody who joined my page, I, I just have one tier, $5, bro, because I really just want people to get the content. Like, I just want to be seen, and I want them to hear what I got to say. Like, I'm not, uh, you know, the money is, you know, a side effect of putting out good content, but I'm not really too concerned. I just want people to, I just want people to see my stuff, bro. Like, and I don't want to be silenced. And, and, you know, um, the more I put out videos and content, I find out that a great percentage of people actually have some of the same viewpoints and, and think like me. For, do you think anything happens now with Elon Musk buying, I think the most shares for Twitter? Yeah, he bought uh, what was it nine or ten percent? So yeah. he's the biggest shareholder in of Twitter right now. Uh, well, hopefully, you know, he can get Trump back on because uh, Twitter has been boring since Trump left. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. I don't see a lot of comedians utilizing Twitter as much as they used to. It's like it, it's so like politicized, and maybe it's just from what I follow, but like it seems to me like it's probably not the like the best thing for comedians to capitalize off of that's just me yeah. but uh everybody's just getting <clears throat> i mean you know that used to be how they were uh canceling everybody that's you know like they pull up tweets from six years ago um and uh you know the moment somebody about to i, I don't know who the fuck has all this time but it's so funny to me <laughs> That uh, as soon as a person is about to do something great, they pull up some tweets from eight years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I don't even have that same mind frame anymore. I don't even have the same mind frame I had two years ago. So um, I think that's why a lot of comedians especially uh, got off Twitter because it, it gets old. Like, that shit gets old, man. Like, they're already trying to silence us. Like, they try to cancel you even though cancellations are not really successful. I don't know a successful cancellation, <laughs> but they're always trying to silence you. They're always trying to cancel you. So, uh, like me, bro, like I really don't put my material on YouTube. I just, you got to see me live. Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, for <clears throat> sure. I only see most people putting up uh, up specials now just for YouTube as opposed to the regular specials. I wanted to ask you, since I have seen some of your stuff about uh, your stand-up about BLM, have you seen the news coming out about them buying all these the mansions? $6 million house, bro. Yeah, that's what be. That's what BLM stands for, by large mansions. <laughs> they um, bought one in Canada for $8 million as well. I mean, they're crooks, bro. Um, and I think that um, all the gay white people and all the queer people, you know, that supported Black Lives Matter because it was not black people. Black people didn't support Black Lives Matter. I don't know a single black person who gave money to Black Lives Matter. I know a lot of black people that marched, but I don't know. I don't know one nigga that gave money to Black Lives Matter. So uh, to all the gay people and, you know, LGBTQ people who donated all them large sums of money to Black Lives Matter, it's okay to say that these motherfuckers pulled a wool over your eyes. Um, just admit it. You got got. That's what black people do. We swindled the fuck out of white people. So, you know, they, they pulled a hook, line, and sinker on all these crazy-ass white people that want to wear purple hair and say, did you just assume my gender? So... Um, it is what it is. Do you see a parallel between how the media pushes something like that and how people just, my personal opinion, just universally like support something like Ukraine, whether it's Ukraine, Amazon rainforest, or Australian rainforest getting burned? Like the whole, if you, if you take this point of view, you're supposed to be a good person. Do you see that like as a as a pattern? Man, on some real shit. <clears throat> And it's no disrespect to Canada, but uh, the city I live in, L.A., and the country I live in, United States, is too fucked up for me to really give a damn about anywhere else. I'm going to just be honest, bro. <laughs> I'm not uh, offended. I, I mean, just in reality, bro, like, crime in L.A. has went up so drastically, bro, and so many homeless people and this and that, and it's, it's just becoming a bad place to live. So it's like how... Can I really give a fuck about somewhere else? <laughs> you know, like we got a lot of work to do domestically for me to really care about Ukraine or Russia or that. Like, I don't, like I, I don't give a fuck about no Amazon getting destroyed. Like, I really don't, bro. As long as Amazon Prime still works, do I really give a fuck about the Amazon forest? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't give a damn about no animals going extinct. The only animal that I care about going extinct is the chicken. And as long as the chicken <laughs> don't go extinct, I'm good, bro. Uh, um, something I want to get your opinion on. I don't think I've heard your opinion on this yet. Um, and I watch a lot of your content, especially lately, is something that's been in the news, all the transgender and sports issues. And Leah Thomas, of course. And I want to get your opinion on this. A lot of people say different league for transgender athletes. People say uh, women should boycott them. This just happened in England, the cycling competition. Women right. boycotted a trans cyclist. Um, what do you think the solution is? Uh, they wanted this so bad, and they wanted inclusion so bad. And now that you see that men are physically more stronger, powerful, and faster than women— I say continue it. I want to see more men and women's athletes. I want to see more male women athletes uh, because it, it, it's act, it actually might make uh, watching women's sports fun. Um, I hate watching women's basketball because I don't want to see a game full of fucking layups. So maybe <laughs> you. <laughs> I have WNBA written down too with a question. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you get some. 
You get a Juana man in there, we might start <laughs> seeing some dunks in the WNBA. Juana <clears throat> man, good reference. I actually saw that with my yeah. mother when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, um, this it's a it, it's definitely um, going to be a problem. And then when um, women that were actually born women uh, have a problem with it, uh, when more I mean, because bro, it's like a cheat code. Me and you right now can go join a girls' softball team at any D1 school and be the best hitter on the team. That's a video so, right there. A, <laughs> David Lucas tries out for whatever university team is closest to you. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> So I say, um, I mean, it, it, there's just so many ways that that shit can go left real quick, bro. Um and you know me being from the south, the Bible Belt dog. Like I'm just, I'm like, all right, man, y'all created this monster. Uh, so once it eats itself and it gets out of control, because it's like, can I, can I walk down the street and slap the fuck out of a woman and say I identify as a woman? Like, like, can I shoot an unarmed black person and then say I identify as a police officer? Like, how does, like, when does it, like, at what point does it stop? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't feel like I should pay for a plane ticket because I identify as a carry-on. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it, it's just when I, I watch a lot of comedy, and I want to know how much you guys actually like. There, there's jokes about uh, politics stuff. Andrew Schultz is one who talks a lot about politics. For example, <clears throat> uh, yourself, uh, Rogan, of course. Is is there a? Can you say that? comedians are mostly right wing or mostly left wing is it completely different because if i look at something like the ufc or mma or something that's very right wing uh, just somehow naturally those people all are are, con- are are comedians basically all on the same page about something is there like any universal like uh uh ideology let me tell you bro yeah uh every comedian that has money whether they want to admit it or not i feel like they are conservative i feel like they're on the right because the right gives more fucks about your money. They they might speak, you know, liberally or left, but uh, I feel like every comic that's successful is a Republican at heart. Well, is a Republican when it comes to their uh, taxes and, and paychecks. I'll say that. Do most of the do? Do you think most of them do have a comeback after getting canceled? I see Louis C.K. I think won an award, didn't he? Um, yeah. And I I'm, I uh, actually uh, just opened for Louis C.K. Oh, cool. Where was that at? Uh, Stand Up Live AZ. So when he comes back to the States, hopefully he got some more dates for me. It's being in front of his... being a, being, <clears throat> I feel like me and Louis C.K. have the same audience. Was there any protesters or anything? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, that's good. I remember <laughs> when he had, he had some uh, dark set, I think, and then somebody recorded it. That was a few years ago. Um, after everything happened, so I'm glad that to see is, stuff like that. that. That man is a genius, bro. We had, uh, I think we had seven sold out shows, and they even added one. Like, bro, he was selling out. We did what Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I believe, and he was selling out shows on a Monday. So that wow. lets you know what type of, <clears throat> yeah, you're on. Okay, the fuck. You're on tour with uh, Rogan and Shaw right now, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that like? Don't they? It seems like they both have like ten different jobs. Are they? Are they? Are they going out to restaurants with you? Or are they just showing up to the show? Does that matter at all? 
Nah, man. When I'm uh, on the road with uh, that's one thing I like about being on the road with the guys. The only person who um is not personal with is uh Louis C.K. But I understand, you know, you know, he might have he might have got jaded from that situation that happened to him. But with Rogan and uh, Brendan, and even when I'm with Tony, uh, it's all it's it's like we're brothers. You know what I'm saying? We uh we go to restaurants together. We do adventures together. Uh, when Brendan shoot podcasts, he invite me to podcasts. Uh, so yeah, we all in, we we ride in the same car. Like we do everything together, man. Like it's dope as hell. Who are your favorite up and coming comedians right now? I mean, my friends, uh, William Montgomery. Hines. Yeah, I just, I, I, I uh, really do want to just talk about William Montgomery all day, all day, every day. I'm, I want to watch William Montgomery. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine he keeps up that he, energy at all times. Oh, William's like that all the time. Oh my god. Yeah, if he if he get a little fire under his uh. He just need a little fire under his ass, and he'll be very successful. Oh yeah, I hope I hope so. I oh I can't get enough of him. I want to do one more yeah. segment behind our he's, paywall. He's, uh, oh, go ahead. He's he's one of the most naturally funny guys. Naturally funny guys I know. He just has to get up there and scream, and I've I'm sold completely. What do you think your most controversial opinion is? Does it even matter? You'll say anything. I think that you uh, comes to your all mind. Of my, <clears throat> all of my opinions are my most controversial controversial uh, opinions. Is it harder to find people to offend in Texas or Georgia? You know what's crazy, bro? I've got the most shit in Texas. Really? Because of Austin yeah. or what? Probably because of Austin. Uh, let me see. Where have I had bad hecklers? Uh, Tacoma. <laughs> Tacoma, Washington. I had a white dude call me a nigga. He called me racist because <laughs> I, I roasted his wife. I told that she got she was heckling and then she stood up. And uh, I was like, damn, bitch, you left your booty in the chair because she ain't had no ass. <laughs> and um, he was like, I didn't come here for this racist shit. Piece of fucking shit, David Lucas, you fucking nigger. Well, that's pretty like, ironic. Yeah, I mean, it's like you you saying racist, but you just called me a nigger. But whatever. Uh, I've had, oh, fucking white women, bro. Whew, single, <laughs> single white women. Single white women hate me. A, 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 not all single white women, but a, I'd say a, a small percentage of single white women. Every woman, uh, every woman that's you know heck, that every woman that heckles at my comedy shows, they have something in common. They're not with somebody. They're single and um, they don't look good. Is it because of what you say about like activist groups and stuff like that? Probably so. I mean, bro, here's my thing, bro. Uh, Ma'am, you're white. How are you speaking on behalf of black people? Like, uh, <laughs> no white person, in my opinion, should be marching for Black Lives Matter. That's like me marching for the fucking KKK. Uh, <laughs> it just, it don't make sense, bro. It, like, the fuck, how can a white person speak on Black Matters? How can I, I can't. Let, let, let each ethnicity handle its own ethnicity. They're supposed to be allies, David. Oh uh, man, come on with that bullshit. Like, okay. I'm an like, ally, bro. the best, an LGBTQ ally. Man, the I, best ain't even I, marched, can do. I ain't even marched uh, when George Floyd got killed. It was tragic, but no. I ain't, because, I don't, bro. Mm -mm. Like, yeah, it's all a, it's all a, you know, 
You know how it is. I don't want to say too much, bro. <laughs> you can say whatever you want on this show. Let me tell you that. Do you think that that people are actually feeling it now because of the Absolutely. gas prices? Absolutely. The, the gas prices are here insane. Are insane here as well. Not not even just the gas prices, bro. The way he handled the situation in Kuwait. I mean, not Kuwait. Was that Kuwait? Afghanistan. Remember when he left all the uh, military shit over there? Yeah, that was, was Afghanistan. That? Afghanistan. So, bro, just like, I mean, we didn't. What was it? He wasn't in office anything but like two weeks before we had attack on the U.S. embassy. Like, bro, regardless of what Trump put on Twitter, regardless of what came out of his mouth at these uh, State of the Union addresses and all these other press conferences that he had, people respected Trump. People respect crazy people. <laughs> they do, dog. Like, that's a motherfucker you don't fuck with, bro. Like. Like, uh, what's his, was it FDR or Theodore Roosevelt? He said, Walt, how, how did, no, it was actually uh, Winston Churchill who said, uh, speak softly and carry a big stick. You ever heard that? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So, um, but Trump spoke loudly and carried a big stick. Uh, but yeah, man, like, yeah, dog, it's like every country knows that Joe Biden's a bitch. And, um, you know, every day I'm grateful that we even live in a country where we can speak against our president, because in other countries, that's a fucking death sentence. But, um, yeah, he's a bitch, man. He's bitch made, bro. Like soft. He don't know where he at half of the time. Him and Kevin, like, bro, like when he won the well, when he uh, chose Kamala Harris as his running mate, I was like, this is smoke and mirrors. <laughs> oh, for sure, because she came. She came in last. Yep, and also uh, prior to that, she called him a racist mm-hmm. on the uh, so, in the debates. Exactly. So it was like, man, this is smoking mirrors, bro. This shit ain't even real no more. <laughs> That's how I felt. Like I, I really didn't give a fuck. Like at like at that moment, I knew <clears throat> crying Bill Kamala and uh, pedophile Joe Biden were gonna win the election. What what do you think happens for the for the midterms though? Because I'm not completely sure. Like uh, I see these videos in my one of my friends James Klug. He does a bunch of streeters in Los Angeles, and he says people have gotten more extreme, more like extremely left wing. And they and then there was another girl Savannah who did uh, interviews at a gas station, and all the young people are just like, well, you know, I'm willing to pay more gas prices because Joe Biden's like cares more about about LGBT issues and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so I, I can't be a... so I I can't be too faithful in like you've got four more years you've got uh fourteen year olds who are going to be eighteen in twenty twenty six voting again or voting for the first time. Listen, bro, um, I wouldn't really care uh, if Trump hated black people <laughs> if he if he allows me. To keep more money in my pocket and has gas as, at an affordable rate, and he has it to where chicken wings don't cost crab leg prices. I really wouldn't give a fuck, bro. Like all that other, uh, like all that other shit is bullshit to me, bro. Like motherfuckers be caring, like bro, care about your goddamn self. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't care who don't like me or who do like me. Why should a president have to like you? Why should a president have to like a group of people? Well, that's what it's all about now is 
um, appearing as if you care about everything that's supposed to be good. And, and that's, that's what so I meant fake. earlier. It's so of fake. Of course it is. It's so fake, man. It's so fake. And that's why <clears throat> all these people who want to care about ev- like how can you care about everything how that's why you're on so much antidepressants and anxiety medicine because you want to give a fuck about everything you can't it's not po- it's not humanly possible to feel empathy for every single situation you will run yourself emotionally dry for the most most part, part, I don't even think they know the information. And I've been talking about this in a lot of interviews on this show lately and live streams about how I'll see like the ESPN anchors walking out over the Florida bill or having a moment of silence. And the woman's reading off the screen and she doesn't even know what she's talking about. She's reading off the screen. She says it's an attack on parental rights and an attack on the alphabet uh, conglomerate there. And, they, and, and this, they literally have no idea what they're talking about. They read a pre-read, pre-read sentence, and that's the same thing. You don't even have examples of the things you're supposed to be against or for. It's just these general ideas. Like, I messaged a sports writer today that uh, he said that the hockey player, the reason why there's so much fighting in hockey is because there's so many white guys. And uh, <laughs> so I asked if he wanted to do an interview, and his response was, I can't uh, support your hateful channel. So, and it's like, give me an like, I know he has no examples, but he right. has he copy and pasted this statement from somewhere like I can't speak to you. There's too much hate coming from you and you're purveyors of hate, you know. There was a uh there was a um there was an interview I watched the other day. Um this black lady got on some news channel. She's a professor at some bullshit ass university. <laughs> and she um she got on a news channel and she's like uh you People don't understand the Will Smith slap. It did not just come from him being angry at Chris Rock. It came from 400 years of injustice of black people. It came from 400 years of black voices being silenced. It came from four. I'm just like, bitch, are you serious? Are you fucking kidding? Why does everything have to be black versus white? Why can't we be humans? It's too easy, I think, to go to that stuff. I think now and in the last five or six years, it's just been used as a as a, a pry bar to get into more positions of power, just like the Black Lives Matter stuff where they get $8 million and nobody cares. The one I was talking about in Canada, they bought that last summer and people are just talking about it now because nobody in Toronto, which is a very liberal city, cared about it and nobody cared to talk about it because they want to protect that sort of thing. But if you can get somebody to believe that they're doing something hateful and wrong, whether it's being racist or homophobic or something, they're going to feel, I think, pressured into giving you something or giving you an advantage or putting a, a job your way. Or like how so many companies now see job posting, it says like equity and inclusion officer and stuff like that. So there's created like a, a business out of it the same way, you know, ride sharing like an Uber has, cr- has created a disruptor racism. in the economy. Ra- racism has been made a business, yes. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know how, like, I don't know when I started paying attention to the exact time as much, but I'm sure it was used in the past. Uh, all these things were done in the past 
and I had no idea about it, like in the 90s right. or something. And that's when I, I look back at other news stories or something, and I and I wonder if I could even possibly comprehend what was that, what the actual scenario was. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's Bill Clinton, like, cheating on his wife in the 90s, do I, like, I, w- I wasn't paying attention to the news cycle in that. Was there a reason they wanted to take down Bill Clinton? Was he really just a scumbag? Probably. Epstein guy, but really, do I know what the story is about anybody from that time? Probably not, because they can ruin you with like a newspaper article or something back then. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, man. You know, um, <clears throat> yeah, bro. Um, I just, I like speaking my mind, and um, it's very enlightening uh, when I put out videos and I find that so many people support me. Uh, even if I'm wrong, man, just because I spoke my mind, you know, people still support me and I love that shit. And, um, I feel like for me, I'm building up a loyal fan base, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of, kind of like what Joe Rogan did. It's like when you build a loyal fan base and they know your intentions are pure and your heart is pure, it's impossible for anybody to cancel you. Even if the mainstream media cancels you, you still have your loyal fan base where it's like Joe Rogan can make his own platform and still have millions of listeners every week. And, I, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I love about this grinding uh, approach that I'm taking where it's like, I, yeah, it's, it's very, it's not likely. Uh, I mean, if it happens, it happens. But uh, for me to, you know, be a, to get in through like a movie like Eddie Murphy did. So it's going to, come from you know me grinding and continuing to do what i'm doing get you in those daily wire the ben shapiro movies that's where you're that's where <laughs> I, hey, I mess with shapiro shapiro's one of the shapiro's one of the uh sharpest minds i've ever seen in my life uh, that i think dude, that dude speaks so fast and so precise <laughs> okay here's i'm just like Okay, here's the deal. Yeah. That's what he says. Okay, here's the deal. Yeah. You can't just keep doing that. You can't be playing women men's sports. You can't be doing. Bro, that. how does he? How does he? How does he talk so fast? <laughs> I don't know. Probably year. I, I'm pretty sure when he was like, f- he went to college when he was like 14 or something like that. Or like, isn't he a lawyer? A lawyer, yeah, and he's like a classical pianist and stuff like that. His parents worked in show business, so he had. He, he's like a kid genius. He's got like he had I think like four books by the time he was like twenty two or something like that. I don't remember what the claim is, but I think what you're doing on YouTube is the right thing to do because you got to grow fast before they can censor you too much. I think, and if that's uh, if you're gonna keep doing these videos that you're pumping out, it seems almost every day now, pump out a couple I'm, a day. I'm trying, I'm trying to I'm trying to drop two or three a, a day, and uh, the 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 how I want to get is you know um, drop the safe stuff on YouTube. But it'll be so many people uh, fuck with my Patreon that they'll already uh, be there, and mm-hmm. uh, I won't need to continue to build up an audience. I mean, my um, my team, uh, he he, uh, they do a pretty good job at uh, you know certain words that I say. They'll bleep it out or they'll put it up, or they're like, "Hey, we we can't do shit with this. This is not gonna be a good video to put up right now because you don't want to get your YouTube taken down." I'm like, "All right, put it on my Patreon." Hmm. Well, we're going to have to censor it, I think, uh, just the word at the beginning about sex on Twitter, probably. <laughs> oh, I thought this this, oh, this going on YouTube? I thought it was going on your website. Uh, it'll go on the website first, so that can be uncensored. But uh, YouTube, it'll the uh, the rest will be on YouTube on the weekend, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. 
But I don't mind personally, you know. Let hey, make sure you um message me this when it drop. I want to see it for sure. And if you can tell the big red machine, William Montgomery, to come on here, please do. Man, that motherfucker! <laughs> I'll tell him. I'll yeah, tell him. please. We have uh, we're building a Toronto to Texas connection here. I am. I'm trying to. You know. Nice. Yeah. 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 All right, David Lucas, comedy.com. Go to his Patreon and follow him on YouTube. He's dropping content every day. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Final words, David Lucas, please. Hey, man, uh, continue. Everybody who speaks their mind and everybody who uh, believes in their truth, continue to live in your truth um, because the truth will always prevail. And don't bend or go in another direction just because you see that's what's popular right now. Um, I mean, I'm getting... I've been I haven't been so so outspoken with it, but I've been a dirty, raunchy, true speaking comedian uh, the whole time I've been doing comedy. And people were like, you'll never make any money. You'll never get anywhere. And uh, my career is uh, definitely uh, flowering. So um, stick to your guns and you'll be all right, man. My dreams break the seams